Okay, Tzoraim Tov, everyone. We're going to continue in the Sefer, Bayam Darkecha, and we're discussing the Aseris Yemei Tshuva. And this is, by the way, the last class for the year and the last recording for the year. No class tomorrow morning. So uh, I did send out the air Shabbos dress already, so that's uh, worth listening to. We're going to continue discussing our vote of the 10 days of tshuva, and if uh, if uh, Shlomo gets his wish, we'll be able to print out a sheet. We'll see. The second chapter about the Aser Shemei Tshuva is the Avoda of eating during the Aser Shemei Tshuva. And we need to know that the 10 days of Tshuva is a, is a primary time to work on Kedushas Achilo, on the sanctity of eating. We know there are those who fast on these days because of Tshuva, as the Shara Kavonos says, that he says that a person who can, uh, if he fasts all seven days between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, he can do tshuva gmura, and every day atones for another sin that he did that day of the week all year long. So, uh, so on the first day he does tshuva for that, let's say Sunday, or the first day is uh, Monday, so every Monday of the year, etc., etc. Okay, that's very hard. Many rabbis say for that, fasting half a day is enough. Either way, if people fast in the day, they still eat at night. <laughs> Be that as it may, there's a big Indian of working on your Kedusha Sahila, the sanctity of eating. And the Arizal says specifically what happens is that on every day, just like we discussed in the last class, to when to think of drawing in the spheros, the inner aspect of the spheros during davening, that you should be such a person feeling that way. Now we're dealing with the external of that. There's the internal of everything and the external. Just like we said, the avoda on Rosh Hashanah, there's working on the internal on the first day, the external on the second day. So for the seven there's an internal avoda, which was during the tefillah of what we should be thinking about and what we should be internally working on. And then there's the actual external activities. So the light of the ten spheros come in these days of tshuva and the external aspect of it comes during the eating and the drinking for that day. And therefore, to get something from the external, you have to do an activity. So just like we know, there's a concept of a body and a soul. The body does things, and the soul feels things and thinks about things. So the same thing, we got to work on our body and soul to both integrate the shefa, the flow of the spheros that are coming. So now we're looking for the external flow to come in. And in the Rashash Siddur, he says there's specific kavanas we should have when we're eating in the Aser Shemei as this is a very auspicious time to acquire higher levels of eating and holiness, and that will help us for the entire year. Truthfully, every day in the year we could do this, but the Yetzirah is very strong against us. 
because if Hashem gives us opportunity, the Yetzirah tries to fight us. But the Iker Hatzlocha that happens in life is this battle, the battle of eating. And the first piece of advice that he says in footnote, <coughs> first piece of advice is to eat slowly. And that's what the Yetzirah fights the opposite. Want to eat fast? You're really hungry? Whew. In five minutes, you're already down to 3,000 calories. And the tr trick is you got to eat slowly. The Yetzirah knows if we would eat slowly, we could have thoughts while we're eating. And we could do certain tikkunim, as we'll describe. So first thing, let's eat fast. And that's why we understand that Jewish eating is supposed to be done in a very deliberate way. We sit down, we do it slowly, we chew. All those things that we discussed years ago when we were learning this safer uh, about the regular Avodah Sashem. So this becomes a very important first point. And a lot of awesome flow comes during the times of eating. And since it's the beginning of the year, we set the tone for the, for the rest of the year. And therefore, we have to really make a lot of efforts to eat with proper kedusha according to our abilities. And one who tries hard, Hashem will assist him. We have extra special help. Now, we discussed long ago the general idea of holy eating. Is remember, we talk about you have the klipa, the kernel, the husk, the peel. And then you have the essence. So you got a cup of uh, coffee, cup of anything. So what is really the drink or the food? What is it? It's the express energy of Hashem. It's Hashem saying, I love you. Because that food goes into your body, keeps you alive, keeps your soul alive, keeps your body alive. Hashem makes the food tasty to show you that he loves you. And there's holy sparks of energy inside of that food that keep your soul alive. And here's, and that's the etzim, that's the essence, the essence of the food is Hashem giving you the most delicious way of continuing your existence. Now, but the taste can also be a klipa. We can just focus on the external part of it and say, wow, it feel it tastes great, and I just want to satisfy my gratify my pleasures. Then you're going for the klipa, and you're forgetting about Hashem. That's not the kind of eating we should have. We have to have the eating that the eating strengthens our connection to Hashem. We've been talking all about being mavatli yourself to Hashem, connecting yourself to Hashem. The klipa is saying that you know what? There's something other than Hashem you can enjoy, and what's that? The food. What do you mean the food is coming from Hashem? No, no, no. You forget about that. You just focus on the fact you're hungry, it tastes good, and it's yummy. Finished. Forget about Hashem. That's the big challenge. The big challenge. That's why Chazaltos make brachas before and after to recognize this is God's greatest gift that he gives to us. The bracha is one way of doing it, but it's got to trigger our mind and to think, wow, Hashem, love me and this is the greatest feeling of connection that I have to you I'm involving my body is involved 
yet it's connecting for a spiritual goal, which is to now, I want to take part of this world. Remember, food represents the other parts of the elements of the world. We have inanimate objects, plant, animal, human. The earth, the minerals is inanimate. And that's where the food grows from. The plants and the animals eat. These are all part of God's world. And it's part of God's world that Hashem wants you to interface with and to interact with. And when you eat those things in order to interact and make tikkun in the world, now that's called holy eating. It's no avera for the food to taste good. It's no, it's fine it tastes good. You can acknowledge the food tastes good. But that's just a mashal, an allegory to how much Hashem loves you and how much a relationship with Hashem tastes good. That's the focus we should have every day. And therefore, one of the chumras that people take on in the 10 days of tshuva, we take on certain chumras even though we're not going to keep them a whole year. Some of the chumras is to only eat pas Yisrael, Jew, bread that's only baked by Jews, even if it's kosher and a non-Jew did it, but only pas Yisrael, chol of Yisrael. A lot of issues regarding food, that the kashrus of the food is on the highest level, which is very good. But you gotta understand there's a higher level of that. And how we eat it. If you're worried about the food should be extra kosher, we have to be extra kosher the way we eat the food. So that should be the avodah. And that's hard, it's very hard avodah. Starting on Rosh Hashanah, you're in shul till two o'clock, you come home, you're famished. Now you gotta be able to just take it slow. Enjoy every bite. Enjoy HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You feel like you're ingesting HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But it's more than that. In, in this week especially, we're trying to have special kavanas every day of special sparks that are coming and to realize what's going on. They are sparks. But remember, every day is a day of Sphira. And every day a day of Sphira the sphere that we're trying to bring into our hearts and into our minds, we also want to outwardly bring it into our body. And the idea is to do a physical action that goes hand in hand with the spiritual thoughts and feelings of that same sphere. So the acting on that. And therefore, let's go through the list. Okay, again, we'll repeat again the 10 spheros. It's a little bit of a shift over here, a little bit of an adjustment. But let's start. Rosh Hashanah is the first day, Tishrei. So what's the first day of Rosh Hashanah? That's the Keser. We said already that's the Keser. And what's the Keser? That's the Ratzon. That's the desire. So now, even though when I'm saying you know, Hashem, uh, remember us for life. Remember, and we're saying that is my commitment to have the Ratzon of Hashem. That's the inner commitment. So now I want to manifest it in a physical way. And I want to ingest, so to speak, into my external reality that I only want to do the Ratzon Hashem. So part of that is I'm eating in a way that Hashem wants me to eat. Hashem wants me to eat slow. Hashem wants me to eat in a way that I that I remove the klipa and I go right into the real nitsotsos. 
So if I'm committing to do the Ratzon of Hashem in Tfilah, so I now got to act on that Ratzon. And what is that? Okay, so now what's your Ratzon about this eating? Your Ratzon is I should eat it slowly and think about you, Hashem. And that's the holy spark that's going into the food. It's the holy sparks of Kesser and Ratzon. It's like you're taking vitamins. Why do we take vitamins? Vitamin C, whatever. Whatever vitamin C does to your body helps your immune system. I don't know what they're doing. I know it's healthy. You're supposed to listen. And you have to take a lot of different vitamins. Vitamin B, vitamin C, D, all these vitamins. They're different parts of your body. So we have spiritual vitamins. Keser, spiritual vitamins. And where are they found? They're found in the food. And they're found with your thoughts. And the sparks that are there to give you the ruts and Hashem, to really have the ruts Hashem, is going to be on that Rosh Hashanah meal. So it's not so much what we're serving. It's how we're eating it. That's the menu. <laughs> the menu, usually the menu comes from what we're making. Oh, I'm making, oh, chicken and this and that. It's all fine. Enjoy it. Don't forget the other part of the menu is how I'm eating it. The menu for first day of Rosh Hashanah is Kesser Supreme. Kesser Delight. Chicken a la Kesser. Kesser Kugel. Pass the Kesser Kugel. Pass the Kesser Water. You know, they like to, you always give fancy titles to foods, no? We go to a French restaurant, you know. Fancy, fancy foods. Give them fancy names. You know, always with like supreme and delight. So we're saying, okay, pass the Kesser fish. That's that's the menu for today. And everything you eat helps you absorb the Kesser. So obviously, if you're just eating fast, you're not thinking, the vitamins don't go in. The machshava is so important. You have to recognize that they're going in. That's day one. Day two, we now go to chachma. As remember, we said chachma means to realize, recognize intellectually the unity of Hashem until you feel that you're bottled to Hashem. So the menu on the second day is chicken a la bottle. Rose water that's been bottleized. <laughs> Bottled, <laughs> bottled water, bottled water. And just like that water is bottled to Hashem, the chicken is bottled to Hashem. I'm eating it in a form of being bottled myself to Hashem. I want to know that's a chachma. It's, it's, you know, they say there's brain food. I think omega fish, I think, I'm not sure, I could be wrong. They say brain food. It's good for your brains. So this is, today is the day to eat brain food. Chachma. That's the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Now, Tzong Gedalia, you're fasting the whole day, but you're going to break the fast. Or, or the night before, really. The night after Rosh Hashanah is over Sunday night, you're starting the third day. So the third day, remember, is Bina, which is reflecting and yearning and longing for the, and to be excited about Yerushkai. It's an excitement pill. I want to be excited about Hashem. And then the fourth day is the sphere of Da'as, where Da'as means that we 
We base our realities based on all these facts and all our actions should fit into these realities that ain't old Movado. So I'm eating it so I should get Das and think about Das while I'm eating. The fifth day is Chesed, which is love. Okay? So therefore, that includes, so when you're eating it, you're saying, I'm eating this to feel the love of Hashem. I'm eating this to feel how my spouse who prepared the food loves me. I'm eating this because I want to have the strength to love Hashem. I'm eating this, I want to have the strength to love my spouse and to love the Jewish people. Remember, they all are tied in one to another. If you mamish believe Hashem, you love Hashem, you're going to love all His people. And you know what happens? When I'm tired, sometimes I'm grumpy. A husband comes home from work, we know the first rule we tell the wife, Feed him first. Why? Because if he's satiated, he can have time for everything. So I said, I know, I know I have a nature. When I come home from work, I'm grouchy. So I'm coming home. I'm going for the purpose that I should be able to love Hashem. Love everybody. I'm going to eat slowly and in and in and put into my system love pills. Sixth day, we want to ingest. Gvura, which is Yerashamayim, fear of Hashem, that we, either from the punishment aspect or from the not wanting to hurt the relationship. Seventh day is Tiferes, and we say it's a combination of both attributes which cause you to cling to Hashem, to want to bond to Hashem. On the eighth day is the sphere of Netzach, that I want to use this food to defeat the Yetzirah. And now the Yitzhar says, go eat like a chazer today. Eat like a chazer. Have 12 pieces of chicken. Three, pe- three donuts. I say, no. I am going to be menatzer. I'm going to win. I'm going to have one piece of chicken today. Because I want to get that attribute coming into me. The ninth day of Tishrei, which is Erev Yom Kippur, we'll see a little bit more is the, what they have after Netzach, is Hod, where we confess that everything comes from Hashem. Ah, but we got another problem. If we're thanking Hashem, wait a minute, how many more spheres do we have and how many more days do we have left? Well, I have two more spheres, I have one more day, but how much more eating am I? No more eating after today. Where's the Chitzonios? So therefore... Even though I'm eating, so I will have thanks. I, I, I recognize this food came from Hashem. I have to admit it wasn't my work that gave me this food. It's 100% Hashem made it all happen. He made me, he gave me the ability to work, to have money to go to the store and buy it. I could afford it from Hashem. Hashem made the food grow. I have to admit it all comes from Hashem. And it's Erev Yom Kippur, so you know the halach is you got to eat more. You got to eat double. And you want the Shefa that's supposed to also come on Yom Kippur, which is the Shefa of Yesod and Malchus. So it's really a triple. That's why we eat so much, not to fresh. Okay, the symbol means you eat so you can have the ability to fast on Yom Kippur. But there's a lot of spheros that got to be ingested externally over here. So we're really eating a lot. So the first time you're going to eat, you have in mind for um, for hod. Second time you're eating, it's for you sowed to bond with Hashem. 
And finally, the sphere of Malchus, to make it all happen for Hashem, to accept the yoke of heaven. That's all got to happen. That's why we're eating so much on Erev Yom Kippur, because there's so many spheros energies to ingest. Okay, and in fact, since the Aserisimei Tshuva is a time where we're all returning to Tshuva and getting close to Hashem and improving our actions, so therefore we got to get close to Hashem in each one of these meetups. That's what we said. But now he asks the question here, although I, I mentioned it earlier in the last class. The question is, if the Avoda, this Avoda on Midos and the depth, maybe that could weaken the simple Avoda of doing Tshuva. I'm focusing on doing Tshuva. Tshuva is regret, confession, commitment not to do it again. Here, tell me to ingest the spheros. What about regretting all my sins? But the answer is, if you work on your midos and you purify them and make them holy, that is the core of tshuva. Because that's bringing you back to Hashem. And when you bring all that energy and you are emulating a Kodesh Baruch in every way and you're getting close, who thinks of doing Averos anymore? It's off the charts. And therefore, through this inner avoda, a person will have more koach to actually do tshuva. And when situations come up, he's not going to do those averis anymore. Because all the averis came because of blemishes in our midos. And therefore, these external things are things that will impact on the inner as well. Okay. And finally, the third chapter really is... <clears throat> A lot of repetition of what we said, but we're just going to add in the one point to this minute. We said the minute of saying Shir Hamalos Mimaamakim after Yishabach and before the next part of the davening, uh, the blessings of the Shema. And the Rizal says Mimaamakim from the depths. He says that there are ten depths in every person, and what are those depths? Those are the spheros that's inside of us that have to be unearthed. And every day we say shir hamalos to arouse ourselves to go deep into what we have. And he mystically says what these depths are. There's ten depths. The omek reishis, the depth of the beginning. Omek achris, the depth of the end. Omek tov, the depth of good. Omek ra, the depth of bad. Omek rum, the depth of height. That's funny. Omek Tachas, the depth of down. Omek Mizrach, the depth of east, the depth of west, the depth of north, the depth of south. All mystical words. But in Pneumius, the idea of the depths is the depths of our heart. Is the depths of our heart. And everyone is a pathway of tshuva. And again, we're opening up each day another depth of these spheros. So even if we personally don't have the minute to say Shir Hamalos, remember, saying is just to trigger us to do. And therefore, even if we don't say Shir Hamalos, we should be digging into the depths of that. And again, just to show how it fits in, and hopefully Hashem should help me, we'll have make a chart and maybe... Um, one of the days between Mincha and Marv will go over the charts because I don't believe everybody in shul will have a chance to hear all these uh, classes that we're giving.
But again, to Zeschazar, the more we review, the more we remember. First day of Rosh Hashanah is the Kasser. Okay, we want that to come in on Rosh Hashanah, the crown. Second day is Chachma. So what's Chachma? What's the depth of Chachma? That's called Rashis. That's what the the, the, the Arizal is saying. It's Rashis because it's the beginning. Rashis Chachma. The beginning is wisdom. To know it deep. That Hashem is the source of everything. And you have to go into your depths on that second day of Rosh Hashanah and deep, deep understand this idea. The third day of Tishrei is called Acharis. What's Acharis? To see the end. And what is see the end? That's Bina. Bina is to reflect what's, what's going to be at the end from this. Oh, I want to do this. Wait a minute, but let's look a little further. What's the pra- pragmatic point? Is this going to give us a good ending or not? And what do we mean? Therefore, think that Hashem is the whole source. And what does that mean if I'm making a decision that's not in line with Hashem? What's going to be the acharis if I'm not making a decision in line with Enod Novato? So that's where we use our das, uh, our bina. And on the fourth day, we go back to das, which is the depth of tov vara, just like the eighth hadas was tov vara. So when you reflect the beginning and the end, you'll know what's good and you know what's bad, you'll know what's true, you'll know what's fa- false, and you'll have the proper das. You have chokhba, you have bina, you got to use it well till you get to the emes, to bring it out into the true reality. And the fifth day is chesed, and that mystically is south, which is the right side, and chesed is the right side, which shows love. You want to develop that deepest love you have. Sixth day of Tishrei, Gvura is Tzafun, is the north, that's the left side. It's Minasadin and Gvura. Seventh day of Tishrei is Tiferes, and that's the deeper understanding of Mizrach East. Why East? Because what do we know about the East? Mizrach, why is it called Mizrach? Mizrach means East, but why why does Mizrach mean East? Pick another word that means East. Because sunrise in Hebrew is called zricha. Sunrise. That's zricha. And the sun rises in the east. And when it rises, it brings heat, brings the world to exist. It comes just in the right amount. And therefore, the day begins. People begin their lives. Therefore, you have to realize that Hashem is the one who's making all this happen. Everyone's looking for sunrise. And everyone's looking for sunrise. We have to look for, and the day is also like Geula. And that's Tiferes. We'll have the beautiful blend of Chesed and Gevura. Okay. Uh, so that's what Mizrach is. Eighth day of Tishrei, remember we said is Netzach and Hod. Okay, even though we said, wait a minute. Isn't Hod and Yesod the ninth day? So there is a bit of a contradiction. The commentary discusses. There's a contradiction a little bit between the inner and outer aspects of this. So we're not going to go into that. But uh, Netzach and Hod is room high and Tachas below. High is Netzach. In other words, let's think what's above us. And there's a, a merciful father who loves us and trusts us. And we recognize this, and that helps us be victorious. Just like when Moshe raised his hands up and we looked up, we saw Hashem was there, we could win our battles. Tachas, below, means the humility we should have below, not to think we're such great guys. 
The ninth day of Tishrei is Yisod, and Yom Kippur is Malchus, and that is the depth of Marav, which is west, west, because that's the end of the day. The end product. And therefore, which direction is the Kotche Kedoshim? Is in the west. After all is said and done, what's the final product we want? Final product we want is what's at the end of the day. And the end of the day is Marav, the west. And the end of the day is the Asod and Malchus. And that's where the base of Mish was a place that heaven and earth bound up together. Heaven and earth connected. Physical things were growing. That's your soul. It was Mamish there. And ultimately, the Kachi Kedoshim is it was Mamish the Malchus that comes out of all this. And therefore, we uh, are now can, can end it here and we're ready to lead into next week, which will be the Avoda of Erev Yom HaKippurim. Obviously, one of the aspects was eating. And we already explained that, so we don't have to repeat it another time. The eating is to, is to work on the energies of Yisod, of the three energies, Hod, Yisod, and Malchus. That's why we're eating all the food. And then there's more customs that we'll discuss about kaparas, going to the mikveh, and things like that, which we'll do next Monday. Because it's a fast day, we will learn. Okay, shkayach everybody.